Yeah, that's you. Our next honoree featured in this upcoming video is Dr. Maria Under the gold dome, Maria is always persistent 
accurate in the reporting and fair in the reporting, which is something we all should look for today. Maria Boynton has really dedicated a life clearly to the area of radio broadcasting. It shows in the results of our work. We care about you, Marie. We love you. And we certainly have great accolades for you today at this great occasion, Georgia Association of Broadcasting Hall of Fame. God bless you.
A1. Y'all are awesome. I am proud to represent. Anything you need, holler. You know, I mean, you might have to text me to get my attention. But just holler and just you guys, Bob, Howie, first grade. Y'all know Bob used to be my boss too, right? <laughs> he used to be my boss. He was at GST. I mean, this is like, this is so funny to me, just seeing all the faces here. I just want to say that I am so happy that my mother is here. Wave your hand, mother. She's here. Because, um, you know, she's like, I'm not coming. I just can't come. I don't know. I just can't come. But she's here. My aunt is here. Wave your hand, aunt. Y'all know we go all the way back to, what was it, uh, ninth grade. I mean, Daryl J, Daryl Smith from WOKS and Foxy. I'm just, just, just flabbergasted by all the people who are here today. My CNN family, Tanisha Abernathy, where are you? There she is. Y'all, she was a heck of an executive producer at CNN. I tell you, she's now got her own PR firm, and we're still working together. I'm gonna get those stories posted, I promise. <laughs> I mean, those people used to say they crossed over to the dark side. Do y'all remember that? That's what we said about PR people. You're, you're on the bright side, love. We love you. Um, I have to tell you, one of my fellow um, um, honorees today, one of my fellow inductees, I used to follow this guy around the state capitol saying, oh my God, he knows everybody. I tell him, hey, Bob, how you doing? Bill Knighton. <laughs> Channel 2, uh, you were awesome, and now you're, you're with public broadcasting, you're bringing it, and you're bringing just what the people need to know, because that's what we do. If we have a, a love for this business, we stay in it, we persevere, I mean, we know the check might not be all that, but we persevere. <laughs> Some of y'all got it. Um, but we persevere, and we love what we do, because we know that when somebody walks up to you and says, that story you did about such and such, or that story you did, or you helped to bring my sister home. I, I've got a guy who, uh, from Liberia, he calls me every, he texts me every holiday. Hi, Miss Maria, how are you doing? And he told me, he said, the cops weren't trying to find my sister until you called her. And they found his sister in a hospital. She had had a mental episode. So it's those things that make me want to keep doing this. It's the story of the dad. I was just doing this story just a couple of weeks ago. And I gotta tell you, um, I got a call from someone else at another radio station who said, my family member is missing. They don't know where their 24-year-old daughter is. So this was just about a month ago, I think. And so I called the mother and the dad. They're on the phone with me. At the same time, I mean, the mother is just, as you can tell, just emotional. Her daughter has disappeared. She lived with it. So, as a mom at home recording that interview, the mother gets a call, and it's from Grady Hospital. They found her daughter passed out on the sidewalk. And the daughter still couldn't really, you know, she's like, Mom, I need you, I don't know where I'm at, I don't know what I'm doing. The nurse said, this is where she is. That was the first call the parents got, and I was able to broadcast that. And just think about the heartstrings that it pulled with other families. I mean, that's why I still do what I do. We're supposed to be role models. Uh, we're supposed to be here to help the youth. You know, I kind of figured that out. We're here to help them. 
you help them here to help them know what to do in life, what to expect in life. And I gotta tell you, do what you love. Do what makes you feel good. Do what makes you feel, you know, I'm not gonna say appreciated, but you know, you get that, hey, I did that. Hey, I made that family feel good. Hey, I brought that sister home. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what does it. I'm not gonna say thank you yet, I'm almost done. Um, I just wanna say, my sorority sisters and friends are here. Tanisha's one of those friends. Belinda Petros is here. Petros, how you doing? Doing good. She, oh my God, we went to Selma together. She's the one that gets me to Selma. You want to have a Selma? Okay. And then it just turns into something that's just marvelous. The history, the love, just the civil rights, the legacy of everything. Thank you, Belinda. I mean, for just doing that for me. Um, I have to tell you too that um, I have a coworker of mine here, Stephanie Starboard. If you know her, she's the ATL traffic lady. She does traffic for me. She's in my department. Thank you for being here. We work at Odyssey Atlanta together, which is V103 Star 94 92 9, the game at WAK, WAOK. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, so I just want to say thank you to you. Uh, uh, and I, I just got to tell y'all, the best team that anybody can have who told me you need to go get a new headshot, you need to make sure your hair is right. Nope, we got a video we got to do. I mean, the video got cut at the end because there were some videos of other people on there. But um, I got to tell you, Cynthia Weaver, where are you? Really? Okay. Um, Tamara Nelson, please wait. That's terrible. That was my team. They told me I needed a team and I got a team. And and they are the best, and they're the best friends anybody can have. And and my Ed story real fast, Ed, I just want you to know, and this is the reason I think that I'm supposed to be in this business. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, I guess that means I'm supposed to be doing what I do. Ed Harbison. When I was a little girl, my grandmother and I, and I wish she could have lived to see this day because this is just how important this is to me. Just to make point. We wake up in the mornings and listen to Cousin Al, WDAK. That's right. Who knows that? That's Who knows about WDAK? Right. Cousin Al. That man, I'll tell you now, in my dentist's office, because of Cousin Al, when I get the gas, I get the country music. <laughs> and they say, we never have anybody want the country music. Well, I do. Okay. <laughs> because I love it. Snowbird, take me with you when you go. I'm that kind of girl. <laughs> so I want to say this to you, Ed Harbison. It was turning from Cousin Al to you and your news. And I was like, I could do that. And then you were giving away the scholarships, remember? And I went to the station to get a scholarship application. And I came home and there was a guest in our home. And we were talking about where I'd been. And he said, I know you don't want to be no DJ. So I didn't turn him the scholarship. I didn't. I went on Albany State University. They were broadcasting news reports. I said, I can do that. I went to try it out, and I got it. And then they wanted me to do news in Southwest Georgia for the station at the, at, the, at the college. And then the dean called me in. There was a video of him on there. The dean called me in and said, we want you to start doing this internship. We've never had it before. And the rest is history! <laughs> Thank y'all for indulging me in my silliness. Don't tell nobody I have a sense of humor, please. I love you all. Thank you. If I missed anyone, 
God bless you. Thank you all for being here.